The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me Can't you see I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from podcaster and pegging enthusiast Ruby Ryder. So I just got the nicest email, and I want to share it with you. Hey, Dixie, I loved last week's Triple Threat Body Podcast. The stories were absolutely delightful. Body is one of my favorite things ever, and you are one of the kindest, most talented people I know. (laughs) A saying that sometimes helps me when I'm going through hard times is, everything always works out in the end. And if it hasn't worked out, it isn't the end. I love you so much, and I only want good things for you. Be well, and I'll see you soon. Corey. Thank you for your email, Corey. It came at just the right moment. And I wanted to ask you, the listener, if you could send me an email too, or better yet, a voice memo. A podcast is me talking in your ears. I'd love to have you talk in my ears. If you want to send me an email, if that feels good, or send me a voice memo. That's like my favorite thing. So maybe it's going to be a behind the scenes story of how body got you laid that one time, or where you listen to this podcast what you're doing while I'm talking in your ears. Maybe your favorite episode ever. I've been doing all the talking. I'd love to listen. So you can email a voice memo or, you know, written words to Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com. I love that when the podcast goes out, I usually get a flurry of letters in response and I haven't asked for anything from you in a while. I've been doing the talking. So it's time to hear from you. Send it to Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com. And if I get any that are shareworthy, like this week's email from Corey, I'll share it with you here. Summer is almost over. Doesn't that make you nostalgic for that whole back-to-school vibe? I'm definitely not ready to trade in warm nights for fall weather just yet, but there's something so romantic about all the possibilities a new semester used to hold. Locking eyes with that one cutie in lecture class. Wondering if I'll run into that person I was too nervous to talk to last time. Well, Dipsy has some incredible news stories for you right now. I'm loving stories like Lecture Me and Office Hours. Because who hasn't fantasized about getting private lessons from that one professor? You know the one. Dipsy lets you escape reality, be entertained, and puts more stories in your life. You can reset and reconnect on your terms. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Plus, now you can read sexy stories on Dipsy, too. 
Dipsy releases new stories every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter what or who turns you on. Best of all, Dipsy offers you unlimited access to their constantly growing library of short, sexy stories. Look, I know you love stories because you're a listener of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Dipsy knows it too. So they're offering you a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash D-I-X-I-E. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Dixie. Savor even more new sexy stories. Head over to dipsystories.com right now and tell them I sent you by using the promo code Dixie. Self-care is so important and you can treat your body well on the inside and the outside with Uber Lube. Lube's the key to maximizing pleasure, whether you're alone or with a partner. And when it comes to lubrication, nothing beats Uber Lube. Uber Lube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-safe ingredients. It's free of nasty additives like parabens, preservatives, and petrochemicals. If you've ever had an adverse reaction to lube, it's probably from water-based lubes because they get absorbed into your bloodstream. Uber Lube stays on the surface of your skin and doesn't enter your bloodstream like water-based lube. It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, anal, and thousands of doctors recommend Uber Lube for its simple ingredient list. I love that Uber Lube offers just the right amount of slip while still allowing for skin-on-skin sensation. And right now, they're offering Body Storytelling listeners a special offer, 10% off and free shipping when you use my code D-I-X-I-E at uberlube.com. If you're going to add to those moments, you want to make sure it's done with the highest quality, most body-safe ingredients. Remember, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code Dixie at uberlube.com. Pleasure is self-care, so give it a try. Uber Lube, it lets you feel what you want to feel. This story was recently unearthed, and I'm so thrilled that we have it. This particular night, we had featured a strap-on fashion show. And of course, this storyteller was obvious, the first person I asked to be in the Strap-On Fashion Show. Tantis, who makes incredible silicone dildos, had sent us their new Strap-On harness lines. And so we had five different models on stage, each sporting a different look. Ruby was thrilled with what she was wearing, and it turned out one of our storytellers was late, which meant that right after the Strap-On Fashion Show, Ruby had to race up to the microphone to tell her story ahead of the time that she was scheduled to be telling. So she's telling this story while wearing a gorgeous Strap-On dildo. Yes, please. So let me tell you about the storyteller. She's infamous. Ruby Ryder of PeggingParadise.com and Pegging101.com is a podcaster, writer, blogger, sex educator, and sex worker. She appeared in an episode of Comedy Central's Not Safe with Nikki Glaser and is published in Women's Best Erotica 2014. Since 2010, Ruby has been educating people about the extraordinary joys of pegging. She offers ongoing free webinars teaching people how to safely and comfortably explore the role reversal, the incomparable levels of prostate pleasure, and the deeper intimacy that can result from experiencing sex from the opposite side of the bed. Ruby resides in Southern California near the beach and loves watching the surfers change out of their wetsuits. I'm so thrilled we have this story. Imagine Ruby standing there wearing an intimidating strap-on. This storyteller is Ruby Ryder. (laughs) 
I did not plan to wear this. <laughs> I'd really like to thank Tannis for this because I was lusting after it. I have one of their other harnesses and I love it, but this one I particularly wanted, so when Dixie invited me to do this, I was right in there. Pun intended. <laughs> so, I have been a healer, actually, for 26 years of my life. I have only been an ass fucker and an ass beater for six of those years. And the story I have for you tonight is when all three of those came together one night. <laughs> so when I first met Zach, we shall call him, I sent a story, an erotic story. I posted it up on Reddit. It was a pegging story. He read it. He sent me a private message that said, wow, read your story, totally turned me on. I've always fantasized about that. I'd love to do it, never done it before. So if you'd like to be my first, I am young, six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyes, built in the military, and a fucking cop. <laughs> little, little hard to resist. However, I get a lot of these emails. Maybe not quite like that. So I sent him a very nice reply that said, if you really want to meet me, you need to go to FetLife and you need to put up her profile and send me a nice introductory letter. FetLife! Fet and I forgot about it for the rest of the day until that night. And when I climbed in bed, this amazing, delicious, lustful, and really intricate total cougar fantasy just unfolded in my head. And I really got off on it. A lot. Twice. <laughs> that was unplanned. <laughs> and I thought to myself right before I fell asleep, you know, that is a good story. I should write that down. So the next day, that's exactly what I did, because I write erotica. When I finished the story, I sent it off to Zach and thanked him for inspiring it. I warned him that the attached story on the email was 5,000 words, it would probably speak directly to his fantasies, and then he should probably read it somewhere private. <laughs> Unfortunately, Zach was on a military training weekend in a barracks with a whole bunch of other guys in a bunk on his phone. He did not have the luxury of privacy. But earlier in his life, he had figured out this way to masturbate that was really, really quiet which really served him that night very well. So we started an email connection. That was when our connection started. And his fantasies, it got hot and heavy really fast. And his fantasies were all about finding a dominant woman who would totally take control in the bedroom, who would possess him and get him to drop down all of his walls and be very vulnerable and fuck him. Coincidentally, my fantasy was to find a total macho, man's man, alpha male who wanted to let down all the walls and let me possess him and totally do him. <laughs> so we were obviously made for each other. And before long, I was totally ready to get in my car and drive to where he lived and introduce this young man to the joys of pegging. And then, he disappeared. 
just like that. But you know that happens on the internet sometimes. It just does. So I went on with my life, and one year later, I was cleaning out my inbox, found an old message from him, and I just shot him an email and said, "You know, I hope you're doing well." And he responded rather sheepishly, something along the lines of, "Yeah, I'm married." Now you know what? Fuck me if I didn't see this coming, but I didn't. I really, really didn't, and it was kind of a shock. So now we had this awkward thing where we exchanged all of these really hot emails and shared all these fantasies, and now it was inappropriate to continue that because he's married. Because I have no problem having really specific sexual conversations with guys about the sex they're having with their partners or wives. Not a problem. But if it's there about their fantasies about me, mm-mm, that's compromising integrity. I won't go there until Zach came along. <laughs> so he was persistent, and we started up a conversation again. Started doing the emails, and it it got really deep. We started sharing some really intimate things with each other. One of the things he shared with me was his one and only experience with a man. Which he came away from, realizing that although he really wasn't into guys that much, he kind of liked to give blowjobs. And my response to that was, I can think of nothing hotter than you giving a guy a blowjob, and me being in back of you, fucking you, right? And he was amazed at how accepting I was of all that. So he shared another fantasy. He really, really enjoys women's panties. He had an old girlfriend that he told this fantasy to, and she convinced him. She coaxed him one night to put them on. He was really shy about it, and he was under the covers, and he was the lights were off, and he kind of put them on. And he was all shy, and then she got in back of him and kind of big spooned him, and she started fingering his ass because she knew he liked anal play, and he jerked off, and it was probably one of the hottest things that had ever happened to him up until that point in his life, and. Unfortunately, right after that, she ended up teasing him unmercifully and calling him gay. Which, when I heard that, I wrote him back and said, "Oh my God, Zach, if that was me, I would—the lights would have been on. I would have helped you put those panties on. I would have rubbed my hand all over your ass and your cock. I would have gotten behind you and been the big spoon and pulled those panties down just enough to fuck you." Now, when he got that email. He said this wave of emotion went over him, and he almost cried. Now this is this is like macho dude. He doesn't cry. So at that point in time, he really did a reevaluation of his emotional landscape, if you will. He realized he'd been raised in a family that took pride in not showing emotion, and you multiply that times a hundred by being a man, being in the military, and being a cop. And it was reinforced all over the place. And he realized that he had all these pent-up emotions that he'd never really had any outlet for. That was the point that he started paying attention to the BDSM stuff on my website. Because <laughs> I wrote this story called "The Beating," and in short, it was about a man who got beat until he cried. This became Zach's biggest fantasy. He like he so wanted to do this. He wanted the release of it. He wanted to have to let go of everything and just be beaten until he was in tears. So at that point, it was kind of a foregone conclusion that I was going to step over one more integrity line, and we were going to meet. 
And we did. The day that we met, the hotel was not, the, the room wasn't ready. So we met at a bar across the street and we enjoyed drinks and we enjoyed laughter and conversation. And then I reached in my purse and I brought out a gift I had for him, his very own pair of panties. And I looked at him and gave them to him and said, go put them on. And he kind of he started to go uh, and stammer a little bit, which well, well, I thought was protest, right? And I said, dude, figure it out. Go put them on. He stands up, he leans down to my head and he goes, I knew you were going to do this, so I didn't wear any underwear. <laughs> you just try and stay one step ahead of a cop, man. It's fucking tough. <laughs> but I will never forget what he looked like when he came out of that restroom. He's like six foot two, he's a big, huge guy. And he was looking at the floor and he, his cheeks were beet red and he had the biggest smile on his face ever. It was a cute and it was so adorable. And then we went over to the hotel and for a long, long time, there was a whole bunch of kissing and sucking and fucking and yes, pegging. And then we were taking a breather and the intimacy was just through the fucking roof. And I figured this is a good time for the beating. This is a good time. So I told him, it was all open, you know. So he's, I tell him and so I start in on him and I'm using a flogger and a riding crop and I'm doing the stair-step approach. You beat him a little while, let him rest. Beat him a little while, let him rest. Each time, the endorphins release a little bit more. He can take a little bit more. I'm trying to find his threshold, trying to find that spot that's magic for him. So he will have those tears he so wants. He started breathing really hard, and I got concerned, so I stopped. I gave him a rest, and one word came out of his mouth, more. So I picked up the crop and I started hitting him again. And all of this hitting stuff, his ass, of course. I mean, that's me, right? <laughs> so each stroke that I was taking, he started yelling a little bit until finally I saw his shoulders just start to heave and he started to sob. So I put down the crop and I crawled on the bed and took him in my arms and he cried for a while. And he got real quiet for a long time and I just held him. And then he said, in just the softest words ever, thank you. That was probably one of the most amazing moments that I have ever had the privilege to be a part of as a healer in my entire life. The next morning, he took the panties with him. And he has found several very creative and clandestine times to wear them. My favorite being testifying in court Under the uniform, the whole deal, right? And they live in a little spot in his truck, a little secret spot, where he can take them out occasionally. He can touch them in his hand. He can feel that silky fabric. And he can remember the time, the only time in his entire life, that he has felt completely accepted. Inside of you, cause I haven't any. Knowledge.
not an Audi like you do. We can get creative, I suppose. I have something to disclose. I've been thinking about this a lot. About lubing up and sticking something in that spot. Wanna fuck you slowly. My strap on. I want to do it in the butt, the butt, the butt, the butt, the butt, butt, butt. I want to do it in your butt, your butt, your butt, your butt, your butt, butt, butt. And I'll find a way. Just waiting for your okay. I want to grab your hips, pull them into me today. That's when you turned around and stuck your ass up in the air. Now your face down exposed without a care I wanna fuck you slowly I wanna fuck you gently In your butt with a strap on In your butt with my strap on I wanna do it in the butt, the butt, the butt, the butt, the butt About that, we inspired that song. Performer Katie Cookie came to one of our shows right before lockdown and knew that she wanted to perform at Body Storytelling in 2021. So she sent me that song. She hasn't been on our stage yet, but that was written for us. It's called Slowly by Katie Cookie. Thanks for sending it my way, Katie. Just last week, Body was called the most inclusive sex-positive, and compassionately-minded storytelling show about the sex lives of people from all walks of life. That makes me so proud. While every other platform censors us, I've only found one place that empowers me to bring you these life-affirming stories. And that place is Patreon. Patreon is a membership model, and that means that I can get to know my community, bounce ideas off you, ask you for your sage advice, and involve you in my journey. And you can help me meet the ongoing financial cost of podcast producers, tech staff, live stream producers, and more. On Patreon, creators are powered by their fans. It means that you and I can spend time together, like I did last week with Patreon members on a Zoom call. Nothing makes me feel better than being a valuable resource for you. So go to patreon.com body, become a member now. You'll not only have my eternal thanks, you'll get rewards like free live stream tickets, ad-free podcast episodes, live community gatherings, and more. 
you'll be helping me to continue to make the world a kinder, more compassionate place. Stories change lives, and our next story might change yours. Join the body community on Patreon today, and thanks. That's our time for this week. But before I go, I want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, David Grossoff, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, Marty Garcia, and this week's podcast producer, Zoomkeeper Joseph. This has been episode 191 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. 